ladies and gentlemen, you are welcome. We are back. I know that you guys purchased iPods strictly for this purpose, so here we are, gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, the Chud Podcast. I believe this is number 22. And back in studio, Mr. Steve Murphy. What do you say there, Cat? Thank you for having me back. I'm oh. surprised. Well, you're part of the team. It's not like we're having you back. You're not some kind of... Well, I'm the glue that holds this whole damn thing together. I wouldn't go that far. I'd say it's good to have you back, and you should take that and enjoy it. I can't believe how great I make this show. It's good that you decided to be back. Hey, Justin. That's what... Hello. Hey, how you doing? Good. Is Thanks. that what they said to the Manitou? <laughs> yes. And you know what's funny is the Manitou, it's almost like... Um, it's one of those movies where the Manitou really doesn't... That's not a fair title, because you think the Manitou is the character, just like the relic. Yeah. The creature's not the relic. You're mm. not... They're, they're not... Penelope Ann Miller is not being accosted by a relic. She's being accosted by the Cathoga, which mm. is, a, is a, an evil creature. Okay. Wow. A foul-smelling creature who in, eats the hypothalamus. And the Manitou <laughs> is an Indian <laughs> spirit, but Miss <laughs> is the actual character. Now, we'll say, I will say this about the Manitou. Not my favorite sequel. No. No. <laughs> oh, it's so good to be back. Hmm. I've missed these jokes. It's good that you've decided to be back. Well, you, I I was forced back into it, actually. I was down to my last $20 million. Didn't have anything better to do tonight. I had, nowhere, so you, I had nowhere else to go. You know, it's funny when fat fat Native Americans at 4 o'clock, they have manatee. <laughs> it's 5 o'clock, really. You know what's great is that there's not enough Native Americans to really offend at this point. <laughs> but the only one left will listen to our show and get mad. You knew the creature's name from the relic. The Cathoga. And you or knew Tom Sizemore. Like, and he knew what creatures. it terrorized. The, the Thamagalak. What was it? The hypothalamus. So he, he ate. That's what he ate. Yeah, so Who else was in that movie? You got Sizemore, you got Penelope Ann Miller. You got the relic. And that's about it. You got Clayton Roner, right? Wasn't he in that? I think he was in that, yeah. But who else? There was a guy at the beginning who um, I've seen in a bunch of stuff. But I don't know what. He's the guy that gets killed. He's like the explorer. Huh. Okay. Anyway, it's your business. Are we going to make everybody mad? We've talked about the relic many times before. God, Did I, I come know. back for a relic I really conversation? don't think we have, actually. Uh, the relic. I like the relic. It's a bad movie, but there's a lot of decapitations in it. Peter Himes. Yes. Yeah. He's the guy that, he's the guy that did 2010. Yeah. Running Scared. Sort of Supernova. No, no, no. Wait. What was one that he... Ghost directed or whatever. Supernova was Walter Hill, right? Yeah, Walter Hill. But there was the Peter uh-huh. Hyams was he, there was I think there's a uh, there's a uh, Peter Hyams version of the uh, Alan Smithy. Re- recently in theaters with um, Sound of Thunder, <whistles> yeah, which is a movie that they never completed because um, they I guess they ran out of money or the production company went belly up, so they released it anyway, and the special effects were half there. It's a very strange you know, movie to watch. Nas went belly up as well. Hmm. Hmm. Was Nas in that? Wasn't he? Belly? I think so. I don't know that. Fuck! Nas was also in Fast and Furious 1, 2, and 3. Hmm. That's what they called the night. This conversation is driving me to Fuck drink. youth. So... We got to see. We uh, here. Here's the great thing. This is our introductory uh, thing to this 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 latest podcast. We will be discussing Transformers, Die Hard, Four, and we will be discussing 1408. We will be discussing several things. We will also be discussing a celebrity encounter we had while seeing Die Hard, Four. That was we, that was very unexpected. Yeah, I mean, this is somebody 
first of all, we live uh, we live in the suburbs of Atlanta, Georgia. It's not often that you get uh, a renowned person in the theater with you. Well, well actually, uh, that's Usher, not true. There Usher are a lot of celebrities. Up Usher. Well, yeah, but there are a lot of celebrities yeah, up there. Usher's always at the theater. Usher. But this guy was the best. The guy we ran into tonight was. There's the always one. an Usher at the theater. Anyway, the guy Usher. we ran into tonight is Usher. great. Tinka, as you pointed out last night. <laughs> what were you saying there? The guy we ran into tonight was oh, heads and tails above everybody else. Yeah. No, th- we were at the theater, and um, as Die Hard started to reach its nadir, um, which was uh, when they greenlit it, um, early Lever walked out of the theater. Could not believe he was there. Did I mean, he pay? Did he also pay ten dollars for this film? I would expect so. But uh, damn it, I, w- I was so surprised. I'm sitting there, I'm looking at the credits, and I always, you know, you want to see if there's any cool names in the credits, and we didn't even get to that because before the credits even started, early Lever walks by huddled huddled hunched over with his popcorn and drink making a beeline for the exit rather hastily yeah because i mean he had i'm sure he was, i mean he's a busy guy he alone walked, he walked right in front of uh what was it melissa knows his credit no no th- that was much later see she he walked out while we still saw yeah it was like image. it was like the cl- it was a kind of a close-up of bruce willis that spoiler he lives he no longer talking. All, everybody kind of finished up their funny little dialogue, and the music kind of changed. This were eighties. This were an eighties action film. Would cut to an overhead shot. Yeah, overhead shot. Cre- yeah. The credits were about to burst across the screen, but before they could um, shoot uh, themselves across the screen, old early lever, he kind of let it out. He wanted to beat that crowd of about fifteen people, like a. Uh, <laughs> Yes, right. There like, was no like, one a, like uh, what, what, what are the, what's the guy in front of the parade? Like the guy that leads the parade, uh, the parade the, leader, the major, I don't know, grand marshal, grand marshal, the he, grand moth. He was leading like right before the credits, you know. Yeah, then the credits followed him <laughs> on the on, way. Hold out. on, that'd be a nerdy parade if it was the grand moth up there. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Nick recognized him, which I yeah. didn't see him at first. I tried to get his attention. Early lever. Hey, early lever. Uh, when we followed Early Lever out of the parking lot because we had to leave Die Hard as well, and um, <laughs> we had to. We saw it was funny because like he's fucking furiously checking his voicemail on his phone, and then he became Beep. sad. You have no yeah, he messages, had no messages, no friends. <laughs> he had to po- pop out a cigarette, shove that shit up in him because. But uh, I know why he didn't respond to you when you were calling pressure. out when you were calling out his name. He doesn't like to. He's it's not, it's hard to get solitary peer pressure, but he got it. He doesn't like people to scream out his name in public. Yeah. Then he gets accosted with nothing but uh, autograph seekers. Yeah. Well, I mean, so we got to see early lever. I'm, I'm sure he's been to your town as well, listeners. That's I'm funny. Sure, I'm sure you have an early lever. Speaking of, um, Nick and I were at the Transformers last night, and he and we saw him there too. And I got his Autobot. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, I'm so happy I'm back for these jokes. I'm so glad. It wasn't a joke. Oh, it was not a joke. Mm-mm. Interesting. So, um, <laughs> I hate I hate people in the movie theater most of the time. Justin and I saw a sneak preview of Transformers last night. You, yeah, that's because we're better than you. I mean, that's pretty much the bottom line. Yeah, that comes out the July. You said it comes out July third. July third, and listeners, if you guys get this uh, podcast before then, please send me birthday wishes and presents. Didn't I hear a rumor or something that they were going to offer that on pay-per-view? Transformers? Yeah, either the day of, yes. you could pay like $50 for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you heard that rumor. Mm-hmm. It was John telling you about it. Was it Chud? Was it John? John McCarowitz. I see, I couldn't remember. Formerly of the Chud podcast. Well, I could not remember it. McCarowitz? 
He's been on here. Yeah, he, what was he telling you about it? He had read it on Chud, and he was sharing the oh. information. I'm just making sure. I didn't say that. I, I had this information God, I wanted to give to the bitch. world. But, you know, it's just breaking news. Are they doing that for Die Hard? Did they do it for Die Hard? Oof. No? You know what? That's five of us. If there was two more of us, it would have been better to just rent it and, and yell at the screen. You know what would have sucked, though, is if Early Lever made an appearance here. Because <laughs> uh, I wouldn't have been able to handle that. Yeah. Too much celebrity in one house. Uninvited leaving. Yeah. So, um, Justin. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about your Die Hard experience. Um, you mean the franchise or tonight's, uh, tonight's showing? Adventure. Um, the I wasn't expecting much from the film. I liked the trailers. Um, which you, which Steve said he didn't like the trailers. That's right. I so did not. Pretty negative about. And it. I know that other people didn't like the trailers. I thought the trailers that they they were pretty good. I was kind of excited to see the movie. Wasn't expecting much, but it it really wasn't a pleasant viewing experience for Steve, the most part. Do you have to have part. a timepiece on you? A timepiece. Uh, no, I do not. Would you like to know what time it is? And yeah, I have a feeling it's nine eleven. It is nine eleven. Of course it is. Yeah. America never forgets. Yes, continue, please. Die That's hard, a, I man. mean, I just didn't like it. I mean, it really is not a. It's I, I'd say it really isn't worth watching. No, all you have to do is watch the the longest trailer you can find, and everything mm-hmm. is in that. And even that's not very good. You know what it just, felt like to me? It felt like Unbreakable meets True Lies. Yeah. It it's was just, like he is fucking indestructible. Yeah. It's indestructible. Just nothing but a series, it. It's just nothing but a series of explosions, which he stumbles out on, goes to the next explosion, stumbles out of that. What bothered me more, I, I, I like Transformers was more realistic than Die Hard Four. I like some of the special effects. I thought some of them were alright, but what bothered me was that they have so many laptops in this movie and so many people typing on the computer, you know, breaking into things, yeah. hacking into things, setting up security, you yeah. know, breaking into security that. Um, after a while, it just got so tedious watching fucking laptops on the screen that it, you know it I was, like how quick which is people. weird because porn. I like how quickly yeah. uh, people can hack in these movies. Cause Where the, the hacking fuck t- are their mouses? Look. You can't fucking do it with just a keyboard, you assholes. Yeah, but, but hacking takes a long time. I mean, you can't just instantly type, 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 I don't type, care. Type, I, don't, I don't care the, um, like, to me, I don't care the reality of the situation. Oh. I just don't want to see laptops on the screen so much. I mean, there, it was that, it was like Bruce Willis, laptops, Justin Long. Laptop. Die Hard 4, you know. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, you're absolutely right on that. That was it's, boring. And it was about four hours long. Ever since long. Swordfish made hacking so sexy. Well, I always think of, what always cracks me up, though, this might be the worst use of laptops in a movie, but before that, remember Speed 2? Willem Dafoe running around the ship with a laptop, like, kind of tied around his neck. ID4 deserves a special prize as well. Because they upload the virus through the laptop? Yeah. Yeah, but... Well, they upload the virus in this film, too. This might you beat out Willem, key? Willem Dafoe, yeah. You, you press delete key in this, you you die. Yeah, it just man. But so what? Okay, what do you what do you guys think are some of the good things in the movie? Did you find any? The daughter. Yeah, the daughter is very she's pretty. Okay. No, she's more than okay. I think she's very pretty. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah. Kind of up and coming actress. And what's her name? Maggie Q. She's also she's in Death Proof. Maggie Q's very pretty yeah, in this. And good. she was good actually. Her her little karate parts were good. Yeah, it's, that's cool that they had an Asian person and they did karate in the movie. Um, well, Oliphant had his moments. Olafon's great. I thought Olafon had his moments too. Yeah, and he except when he trampled those hobbits. <laughs> but I like I like when he was he would get annoyed at his uh, henchmen um, yeah. for getting spoiler. beat up or spoiler. Yeah, it's not that much. He of a gets spoiler. mad at his henchmen. He, uh, in in the spirit of the the theme of the movie, he said they could call him his lap dogs. 
But you know, a, a lot of uh, criticism being thrown at this film is that it does not feel like a diehard film, and I agree with that. Yeah, it's based on an article, and, and that's problem number one. What they did was, th- someone saw this article, someone optioned the article, and said, "Hey, look, you know, th- this is this is pretty great." Someone go ahead and go away and write the script. They wrote the script, and they said, "Hey, look, you know, Willis likes this. Let's make a diehard film." It had to have been after the fact. The funny thing was, it was it was the Stephen King article at the end of Entertainment Weekly. It's like <laughs> well, I like Die Hard. I think the reason <laughs> that it's, like the original Die Hard works so well is and 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 the second one as well is because Bruce Willis is this normal guy, you know, cop, and he gets his day interrupted, um, his his plans interrupted by, uh, you know, heist terrorists, whatever, and he's annoyed, and then he starts wreaking havoc on their plans because he, you know he's annoyed and you know he wants to get in their business and he you know he laughs whenever he uh can screw screw them up and kept them from getting pizza right he was annoyed <laughs> and uh you know in this one it's it's like he from the get-go he's hero hero cop and that's just really not what die hard uh that that, that franchise well, franchise is they did you know? try to keep the uh the continuity in that in every film he did get his ass kicked in every film but in this one was just over the top he beats up a fucking plane. He's the toughest guy in town. Mm-hmm. He destroys a helicopter, destroys an, an F-16. He falls through explosions. He, yeah. could, he falls off a bridge onto an, onto an elevator shafts, cars falling through him, fucking wrecks, flipping around. There's one thing getting shot. beat up throughout the entire film. There's nothing uh, surviving yeah. massive yeah. death. You know what, though? Uh, the, the one thing I couldn't, I mean, like, I can understand him surviving all that, but having fucked Bonnie Bedelia, <laughs> I don't... <laughs> He would not have. They, who makes a her picture makes an appearance in this? Yeah, that's about it. But yeah, um, from the from the eighties with the big frizzy hair. Yeah, she's shit. I could I could do without. She did not Bedelia. return. I could do without that. Just because she wasn't mentioned in the article. She killed Harrison Ford's fucking wife. And and Justin Justin Long is pretty fun in it. I thought. I mean, he's he's kind of the same as Steve pointed out as he has been in the past. But he was he was kind of fun to watch. I, I like him, but he's, and the one, actually I like one of the henchmen too. That they, they don't. One of the things they don't do right in this is uh, in the original one you kind of get to know some of the henchmen like when he kill, like, kills may have personali- personalities yeah. and there's only really one in this one it's kind of he's kind of in- indestructible for a while and uh, I thought he did a pretty good job good. the guy with the fucky mustache no he's the guy that like jumps in the trailer jumps out of the helicopter before it gets hit oh that guy um, yeah and he was the he, parkour guy yeah he was in Kiss of the Dragon was he yeah but he, I thought he did a good job um as far as, but you know that—that's what they kind of needed to focus a little bit more on the bad guys rather than it was a bunch of nerds. That was the, the bad was guys employed a bunch of nerds nerd that were rope. typing on laptops. And all it was the time. extremely obvi- obvious who were the nerds. How did you know, Steve? Well, let's see. Uh, they were crunchy and sweet. Well, no, you know, <laughs> a little tarty. They either had glasses or they had a Polish shirt buttoned all the way up to the top, tucked into their pants. Yeah. Or they had they looked a little steroidy and European. Or they had uh, button-down shirts with you know the short sleeve button-down shirts. Or they no were one wears guns anymore. And firing them at Bruce Willis. They had zinc oxide on their noses, and they uh, they couldn't swim, so they had a lot and, of. Uh, and they called Kevin Smith the warlock. Now, is zinc oxide <laughs> the guy that wrote or directed the messengers? <laughs> Um, it, was, it was just, but Cliff Curtis is good, but he was wasted in this, and he was trying to harvest an accent that was. Uh, he was all right. What about the uh, the guy from Star Trek Voyager? He had two lines of dialogue. And what about Zeljko Ivanek? Who the guy who, who they called him Waxworks? In the, oh, uh, that's right. That guy's good. I love him. He he's was great on Oz. He's in everything. Like, he's in Homicide, people. right? Or like, he, wasn't he in? He, no, he wasn't. Who? What was he I in? I think he got ass raped in Oz, which is a fucking miracle. Hmm. How do you not get ass raped on that show? Peter Chris got fucking murdered on that show. Did he really? Oh yeah, 
He also got murdered in life as a, as a, as a talent. No more um, baby driver. Okay, so uh, Die Hard was a pile of assholes. It felt yeah. more like three. I mean, it was it was kind of a sister to three, where it's people fucking run around the city, you know, fucking traffic jams and fuck this and boring shit. Yeah, but it, he couldn't even. It it didn't feel like it because three John McClane. John McClane three was character driven. This was, but John McClane was his foul mouth cop, and he's not yeah. in this. Well, yeah. three was more fun than this. Although the racial banter got old after a while, I thought between him and Sam I don't Jones. know. It was a lot. More, I thought it was a lot more fun than this. Well, I'm a Klansman. Yeah. Um. What about Len Wiseman? I mean, what he basically he was there to shoot a bad script. I mean, he did fine, right? He directed a bad yeah. script, so I, I guess don't know. As good as you can do. It looked it looked good. So what you're saying is the Wiseman did not mur to the franchise. <laughs> I mean, it's making money, right? Didn't it do really well on its opening day? Bringing plenty ten, of gold. That's pretty big. I mean, it's going to fizzle, bills. I imagine, but uh, I don't think he's the problem with that movie. The movie, the problem starts with the writing, and the pro- and the really sad part is that Willis. Is uh, he's game? Like he looked yeah. pretty good in it, you know, and he he was doing a good job. It's just there's nothing there to support what he brings. You know, he's not as good when not paired with Arnold. It's just a cyber movie with explosions. That's all it is. Yeah, cyber. there was so much. Film. There's so much fucking hacking in it. I mean, I couldn't believe it. Like I couldn't believe they kept showing computers. And by the way, Kevin Smith needs to fuck off. He needs to fuck off. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't well used in that. He's been better used before in other movies. Steve, you're a huge Kevin Smith fan, though. I, I, yeah. I don't. I don't particularly like. Yeah, there were credits. The the credits start and it says it says Kevin Smith and and Steve goes, he should die. You said that to the screen. I, think, oh, I, I thought I that think was an early lever that said that. <laughs> I think he was already leaving by then. He was in his pre-leaving. No, no, no. he never leaves until until he knows for sure that there's there, there's no more dialogue Look, coming. He had to beat the crowd like, of fifteen. He hears people. his chick getting some heavy breathing. He fucking he's out of the room. So yeah. you've had enough. I'm not letting you finish. Die hard for what <laughs> the hell? Uh, that's a false statement because I just alluded that there was a chick in his life. Early lever. Does everybody? Is there? There's an early lever in every town. Yes. Does Does that make you happy or sad? There's an early lever in every. every town? There's an early lever in every family. Somebody. It's the one person who leaves before the. Thank you for describing what early lever does. The desserts now tell us what fat bottom does. (laughs) A fat bottom, fat bottom is supported by thin legs. Speaking of, (laughs) yeah, we were we were we had a late dinner last night after the uh, Transformers screen. Steve wasn't there. Steve was not there. there. He has to take our word for it. As we pull into the uh, parking lot, I see this gigantor woman. I said, "Fucking, she hates droids." And Justin's like, "God, she's got good legs." And I look (laughs) down, and sure enough, beneath that. That uh, pumpkin on steroids uh, top. There was a fucking two little pinpricks of legs. What was she wearing? Good. Was she wearing like, like little booty shorts? She had some nice legs. They were they were uh, they were gymnasts. She had a gymnast's she, legs. She did. She had she had nice gams for what, real. What, like, was, she, was she wearing shorts or what? She yeah, was wearing. Yeah, she shorts. was. She could see the bare legs. They would have been longs on other people, possibly. She took care of her legs. Her not legs the, have the fucking work of a fucking longshoreman, though. Not the rest of Carrying her. around weight like uh, it's nobody's business. You don't know her story. She could have some kind of inner turmoil. She, she could be she carrying could. around... We didn't say that she didn't. She could be carrying around the new Manitou. Yeah. Well, the Manitou needs to diet. Because uh, <laughs> that was a... Uh, that was the... <laughs> you know, they, sometimes a desirable shape is like the hourglass shape, and a mesomorph, you know, or, or something that's a little bit top-heavy, a little bit of... Uh, you know, like a, a, a Rubenesque appearance. She was uh, 
the sandwich. She was a, she was the fucking Kool Aid Man. Oh, she should date the Kool Aid Man. <laughs> yeah, well, she was. He, he those are some nice her, legs. She'll be fucking. She'll be proportionate. Man. Full of fruity goodness. She had pretty legs. She had good legs. I bet you she had a relatively nice tit somewhere up in there. Mm. What about her personality? Who was she with? She was smoking, and she had a bunch of kids, and she was smoking right in their fucking oh, faces. She should die. It's nice, dude. Well, she's a horrible mother, putting her kids. At I don't think she's uh, was the mom. She, she was, was the friend. The I, she I, was. They the were out, they were sitting outside when I when I took a call later on, and she was uh, talking to them. Did she have one, at least one of them was her let, kid? Will you describe her legs to me when you walked out? They were. Uh, how did how did they look? They were uh, well. She had them behind her ears. Were they was, doing okay? Can I get them a drink? Are they the <laughs> nicest pair of legs you've seen in years? Uh, you know what? D- does Hallmark make a card? I'd like to fuck half of you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they qualified as half. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I mean, not I, to I, be I'm, impolite. What I'm doing is I'm giving you some of her pubis. It's uh, her her toes to her pubis. Let me give that right back to you uh-huh. because it's the legs. <laughs> I don't even know the feet. Just the legs. You just want from the from the ankles to the thighs, nothing else. <laughs> Breaking news: this this story has just become awesome, <laughs> rather disconcerting. <laughs> I like how you use the word top heavy. <laughs> Would you describe <laughs> a bus on top? <laughs> of a freight train I know, top heavy. Now she was where Was she at the restaurant She was outside oh, So you don't know What she had to eat then Obviously She was outside I think a, a wildebeest On the way to the parking lot <laughs> Wild bison She uh, she was Yeah you know And it's not nice To make fun of Fat motherfuckers Should we bring up The uh, dream girls We're giving her compliments Because um, Those legs were Very pretty Yeah It's a shame that The rest of her body Was rancid It's it's like God gave up. I did that. Nick did that thing where he uh, he saw her legs and he whistled. He was like, <laughs> and then he got a load of the rest of her <laughs> dry heave. It so it was a whistle it into a dry heave. Became a foghorn. Became a wet heave. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so but you know, but, but thankfully the whistle alerted wolves to come eat her, <laughs> and they caught they phoned it for more wolves, which was. <laughs> <laughs> Send more wolves. <laughs> She's bring like, your, a, bring she, your well, friends. That's funny too, because she does have a three pack a day habit. No, Chud, Fat Funk, that guy, I just went out for whatever. I wanted, I think there should be some sort of presentation on Blade Runner. I think I should do some sort of like, for the DVD, some sort of like, this is how I was influenced by the awesomeness of Blade Runner. Or like about the historical significance of how awesome it is. Because it's awesome. It's an awesome movie. And if you haven't seen it, you're not human. So, um, yeah. So I'm going to go make fun with girl. And I'm going to go 
if I don't get sleepy instead. Because I'm sleepy. Because I went to the thing. But, yeah, you should do that. And also, um, you guys should stop photoshopping my picture. Because that's not a flattering picture. I'm way hotter than that. Like, hot. I'm a hot guy. Bye. Welcome back. You're welcome. Um, Steve, not a Transformers fan, are you? Uh, I'm sorry. No, sorry, I am not. Actually, I stopped being a Transformers fan in about 1989. Okay. When I when I grew up. Oh, fucking... Uh, and that's a so lie. You're, you no, that's a lie right there. So I've, dragons live forever, but not so little boys. Yeah, that's a lie. I've never grown up. I just never liked the Transformers. I never never got into it. Well... Sorry. I was into He-Man and Thundercats and other stuff, but G.I. Joe, but never never uh, trans, trans problems. It's like, uh, I didn't listen to rap, but I fucking love Winger and Cinderella. <laughs> it's fucking birds of a feather, bitch. I just never got into it. They flocked together. Why are you bitch? giving me grief? I, I never think, got I think into you it. Don't, I think you protest too much. I, just, I picture a young Steve <laughs> with a little car in front of him, not being able to transform it into a robot. And then getting pissed and throwing it against the wall. Yeah. Well, the, so what? He transformed it into a yard sale. <laughs> who, who are you to judge me? He's like got you know like the Volkswagen. All you see is a, it's almost a Volkswagen, except it's got his arm out. I never saw That's the point. That's all Steve got. I never saw the point. Actually, like, what, why, why would I go through all this trouble of, of robot this? arm plus car equals Steve can't? Why Steve go through all the transform? problems of making this damn little Corvette turn into some little robot? Steve's like, I, I can't go get buy any the of these damn transformers robot. to work, and they're all they all go by the same name, Matchbox. What the fuck? <laughs> they were too much work, and I wasn't into that. So fuck it. He's like, uh, Mom, I can't work the transform. I can't work the transform. And then his mom grounded him. For 10 years. Because he was stupid. He was a stupid kid that couldn't <laughs> play with his toys right. He got, he got suspended from school for bringing Megatron, but it wasn't Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> Megaroids? <laughs> Fucking. No, so m- my whole point is uh, Transformers is dumb. He kept, he kept uh, turning the Rubik's Cube trying to get it, to ma- uh, get it turned into a truck. <laughs> Why isn't it? Why is an Optimus Prime? And then he would go go to truck stops and p- get pissed at them for not having a square trucks. <laughs> so it's like, if I can't make the cube into you, I'm gonna fucking make you into the cube. He's like, he's it's like Natalie Junior. He, he's like Optimus Prime will kill you, Duke from G.I. Joe, and then Steve smashing the Rubik's cube into Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> Man, why are you making fun of me? Why, why are you making fun of me for actually having sense? To not like a stupid cartoon. Why do you think Duke was Mr. Potato Head? I don't. I was dumb. Yeah, I was dumb. I mean, Transformers. I thought even as a child was was very silly, and as an adult now, or our half adult, is still silly. He's no like, point. No, no point. Who the hell wanted a Transformer? He, movie? he came running out of his house into his neighborhood gang, and he's like, "Look, guys, I got Snake Eyes for Halloween and a limp Slinky." <laughs> 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 Falling out of his <laughs> Spilling out of his Tiny hands <laughs> My tiny nine year old hands <laughs> and, then, and then he really gave up on it When uh, his <laughs> uncle came to town <laughs> it's not Transformed gonna end well, in waterbed Into night terrors
I should have known something was up then. <laughs> <laughs> My, I, I fucking, I loved the Transformers. I loved them. I mean, I knew. I mean, I think I even knew then how stupid they were as far as the concept. I mean, of course, it, the suspension of disbelief is so important with this movie because it. I mean, you have talking robots from another planet fighting. Wait, let me let me ask you something. Why do they feel the need if they're going to come from this other planet with great technology? Cybertron. Why are they why do they feel the need to? Oh, we we must hide uh, ourselves. You you're aiming with Bruce Boxleitner as well. <laughs> and why? why? Why do they feel the need to to hide themselves as as everyday appliances? <laughs> what the fuck? Sorry. That was phrased just phrased so perfectly that question. <laughs> like a like a true true nerd would ask such a such a nice it's so beautifully phrased. Can we hear it again? From who? Nerd alert. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> what, what's your problem though? Why why can't they what? If what? they have all this technology and all this power, why do they feel the need to hide themselves? as everyday appliances like cars and toasters and <laughs> shit like that. What the hell? Go to Sears and get me a nice car. Why? It's ridiculous. <laughs> well, if yeah, one of the words maybe you would use to describe that idea it would be ridiculous. But it's just a premise for a toy and then they make it into a movie. And so if they if they said, "Well, why don't screw this whole transforming thing. Let's just have robots come to Earth." Well, then they wouldn't have a toy. Tell, tell me which right. is fucking worse. What what would disappoint you more, Steve? Okay, if uh, aliens came, yes. and there were things that turned into cars and cassette players, or alien came and it was a retarded Kevin Spacey. Oh yeah, okay, you've got me there. It had to be the the robots. So you know, life's good. Or yeah, but what, okay, or this or the third option, aliens came. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I gave up playing with my Kevin Spacey doll years ago as well, <laughs> so I didn't have a. <laughs> and by that you mean Barbie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was my my Bobby Darren toy. <laughs> Actually, my Ke- my Kevin Spacey doll transformed into Bernie Casey. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Are you dying over? Are you dying? <laughs> yeah. Good. I forgot I was drinking straight whiskey. Yeah, you should <laughs> die after liking the transform fucking Holy formers. Shit, when, when straight whiskey goes down the wrong pipe. Holy shit! It's a good Tran- feeling. Trans fucking formers. Who? So okay, so you what the hell? Nick and I saw it. Line. You didn't see it. No, I. But I you will see, will see it. Right? I will see it. You yeah. need to see it in a nice packed theater because yeah. you, you said you see. You said you go see it at the dollar theater. You're an idiot. <laughs> I don't know, know if I want to pay ten dollars to see a, hand. I don't know if I want to pay ten dollars to see a half-ass cartoon. Let me break as a child. Let me break the news to you. Please do. Actually, I, I think Nick picked up your tab, but you just paid ten dollars to see Die Hard. Nick did. Yes. This movie's worth. This movie's worth twenty dollars. I just realized to we Die saw a, a Twilight showing of Die Hard for five. For fucking ten dollars. Yeah, well, they don't have Twilight shows anymore. Apparently, they don't do that anymore. Because we paid nine seventy five right. to see Die Hard. The cutoff time, I think, at what four? I don't know. Ask Paul McCartney. But uh, Transformers is that's there's the movie to beat this summer as far as special effects go. I'd Good say. God, yes. And uh, you know they obviously put a lot of money into uh, into the effects in this one, ladies and gentlemen. And it's it's you could see every penny on the screen. I guess, I'd say. And yeah. it's fun. It's like, a lot of fun. It's like watching an episode of Laverne and Shirley. Um, and and then to bridge the gap between nerdy shit happening on the screen that they're trying to make cool, you got to guide you, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf's good, and he's good. He's fun to watch in it. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs> what? 
It's like watching a LeBron and Shirley episode. Every penny's on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I and he is. Like, I wasn't I wasn't a big a Shia LaBeouf fan before this. Hard to believe. But uh, he, he held his own on this. He played uh, a nerd. Jesus Christ. There's, like, nerds <laughs> everywhere this summer. But uh, who was trying to get a hot girl. Yeah, of course. Wait, was and she a Transformer? She was very pretty. She was very What did she pretty. change into? Your fucking wet pants. A little wet. bit of gossip about this girl that everybody's talking about, Megan Fox. Okay. Engaged to? I don't know. Brian Austin Green. The guy from Beverly Hills 90210. Mm-hmm. So just as she's rising in fame, gaining notoriety, she's already failed. So, question. On a very, very, very big level. Yeah, that does not sound good. <clears throat> Butt sex between Sam and Frodo. Wasn't that known as the Shia LaBeouf? <laughs> <laughs> and we wonder why no one listens to that was fucking some, hobbits. That was some small sex, by the way. <laughs> they had nice legs. Tiny... <laughs> Let me ask you, what what kind of a stupid power is changing into a, a boombox? Well, you have to see it. It's used to great effect in the film. What kind of a stupid power is it changing into a, a fucking car? What if, well, I mean, <laughs> tell you what, what if an alien's entire purpose was to have some black guy hold him to its head? That'd be great. <laughs> Fucked up racist. Right. That's pretty fun. It's pretty, uh, you know, it's it's a toy. They made the toy line into a movie. You get what the toy is as yeah. a movie, and they've done a yeah. pretty good job making that fun. It's still ridiculous. No matter it's how totally you ridiculous. It, it's no totally matter. ridiculous. Okay, but don't, don't you just appreciate large robots kicking each other's ass? If yeah. that's all the film was, yes. That's all. It but needs why to did be. why do they feel the need to inject interject like the, the human emotion into it, the human element? Actually, the human element's good in the movie. Oh they handle it well. I mean, it's it's a Michael Bay film, so they con- it obviously concentrates more on special effects and and. In crazy explosions than it does the human element but I mean that's that's kind of fun just because Shia is very charismatic in is it. this film Pearl Harbor with robots no no Pearl Harbor is like so bad this is fun to watch no this is based on a, a bad moment in our country's history <laughs> 1988 when the show debuted well, actually it was earlier than that wasn't it yeah I know with that show and there's uh, there's some you know, there's some stuff in there for the fanboys we were in a packed crowd Mm-hmm. And uh, there were some moments where the people kind of got really kind of excited. Yeah, Opti- anytime was Optimus Prime was doing Optimus. anything, or and, and that kind of bothers me. Like, who who gets excited over over the, a, a moment in the Transformers? Well, people movie? get nostalgic for their youth. It's just like when you see a Slinky. Yeah, and I remember when, my uh, just when you see a shadow <laughs> coming in the room with a dick exposed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, oh, it's dear. if it was just. Worshipping the fucking the, sh- the toys in the show It's it's not that great I mean like look uh, Mark Steven Johnson emulates the shit that he grew up on I mean he does total carbon copies of Daredevil panels But this is actually kind of fun now, it, this, this, movie, this movie's coming out In a week and I think Right now it's holding at Like all the reviews have been really good But I think it's going to start getting a little bit negative reviews Because oh, be people. because um, I think, I think cause There's a lot of crashing on the screen a lot of a lot of metal crashing into metal and it's a little confusing and um sometimes you know it's not some of the action sequences aren't the best ever but then there's shots that are just amazing like just really good looking shots you know best you see this because i don't there's a scene involving a gas can lid that's fucking brilliant let me ask you because i don't remember exactly everything because i ignored it now the autobots these are the guys that fights the cobra right now hold on the autobots 
they come to Earth because they anticipate the arrival of the Decepticons? No, the Decepticons are after in the movie the All Spark, which is this box and blah blah blah. It doesn't. It's a very thin premise, but then the Autobots come to basically stop the Decepticons for getting this but All Spark. How long have they been here? This, uh, I mean, thirties like or forties. Megatron, uh, Megatron had been there for has been here for a long time. Um, frozen, frozen. Oh, doesn't matter. It he just, wasn't disguised as some like Stonehenge or some shit like that. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, it doesn't matter really. It's just that they're coming. Yeah, their their home world's been destroyed. Right. They're uh they need they they have to the the the, the Decepticons want to pilfer Earth for its resources, and the Autobots don't like the fact that uh, another race is being threatened by their problem. Yeah, I think you're gonna have to prepare yourself for a sequel there, Steve. Now, I, I really do. I, let me ask you about the uh, the theme song. Did they have a screamo mm. version? No. They didn't. No. There was a lot, like a, l- a lot of Lincoln Park. I think Link- Lincoln no, Park was, was on the soundtrack. I didn't pay. I didn't notice it. I mean, was there a new version? I'm sure there is on the credit on the soundtrack. Oh, not at the end. But credits? it didn't dominate the movie. I'll tell you what. To the score, Stephen Jablonski is Michael Bay's composer, and I swear to God, all he does is like change some files around because it sounds just like Pearl Harbor. Sounds yeah. just like very like patriotic type, and it's just like sweeping strings and just really yeah, kind of pretty boring. Yeah, patriotic music. And um, if I want that, I'll, I'll go to a fucking, you know, nihilist concert. You believe in nothing. But uh, I loved it. I had, a, I had a lot of fun. It's it's not the smartest film ever, but it's not as dumb as you would expect either. No, it's it's fun to watch. And there's some, there's a very, to me, I got a kind of a, like, like I was telling Steve, I got kind of a Gremlins vibe from that little little guy, the little yeah. boombox guy. There was some fun little stuff. There's some good jokes. What did you think of Totoro? Totoro was fine. He, he reminded me of Christopher McDonald's character from Iron Giant. Yeah. There was, a lot, of there was a lot of Iron Giant to me in this. Like, oh yeah, especially the first time you see Bumblebee not as a car. Right. Yeah, it was handled in a similar. Was, it, I mean, that was like a tribute to Iron Giant. That part I thought, which was kind of a tribute to ET. I mean, it's like it's kind yeah. of like an, an ongoing thing. But there was there was definitely kind of like a playful nature to it, and I, I liked the human people. I was expecting to really not the hum- the humans. You know, you feel compelled to have humans in it, and I actually liked the humans. Yeah, Kevin Dunn. Kevin Dunn. Uh, Shia was great. I, I mean, he Bernie was really Mac. great. Bernie Mac annoyed me a little. Bit. I like him. I it was funny, but it was just like why? He's quick. Why He's give quick. him this quick? In and out. I kept relief. expecting to see like uh, Steve Buscemi show up. I did not like John Voight. I don't I like thought Josh Duhamel and Tyrese were fine. I thought that. Uh, yeah. I don't like John Voight in, like anything. Yeah, anymore. I'm not a John Voight apologist myself. Yeah. He's, I try to avoid him at all. They always all costs. drop him in as like a as avoid a military him. figure. You know, like he's always like the military guy. I don't buy him as that. He just he's boring. I they had, oh, they had that girl, the Australian girl that was uh, she's crap too. Anthony she Anderson was, was in it too. Anthony Anderson was funny. I thought he, he was, was alright. So yeah, and you know what's funny? We got to see um, in, in two nights. We got to see somebody playing DDR and then somebody playing Gears of War. You got Gears of War and Die Hard. You got yeah. DDR in the old uh, mm-hmm. Transformers. But uh, definitely, uh, pe- unless you possibly you physically cannot get yourself to watch a movie about giant robots fighting, you need to see Transformers because it's yeah. it's the summer movie that actually feels like a fun summer movie without baggage like Pirates or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and it's not a sequel, and it's you know not yet, and uh, it's not a franchise yet, I guess. And well, the great thing about it, you know a sequel to this, it's such a it's such a thin thing. Is it's not. It, Spider-Man, you know, people expected all, expect all the Spider-Man films to be great entertainment as well as great movies. Mm-hmm. And I think with the Transformers franchise, it just needs to be cool and mm-hmm. look good. You know, that's and that's really all you need to achieve. It doesn't have the Transformers yeah. property is nowhere near as valuable, you know, creatively as like, It's kind of funny how people turn like surprising. what I was talking about this last night how people turn around on Michael Bay. 
remember he used to be the hate, the hated all the yeah. time and now they come to expect like the best action films from him and yeah. you know he's like the the pinnacle of action movies oh, these and, days yeah and remember remember also that the big the big the big problem people had when the this was when stuff started to trickle out was oh my god optimus prime has lips yeah doesn't matter it's so small potatoes it's it, his lips are awesome but it works okay it's yeah, great. It's, yeah, it's fun. And and but you know, and no one There's some cute visual gags with those guys too when when they're yeah. trying to be quiet and he's in his house. Yeah. Some I mean, it's definitely stuff. like a little it's like an old school, you know, and it, like that that part felt a little bit like ET, I thought in a way. And so yeah. um So, you know, Michael Bay made another huge grandiose you know, way you know, get a gazillion dollars spent on it. Moving came through. You know, and I delivered. I, I think it delivered. Just like, that he just hasn't like the delivered. island. I don't think he delivered. I mean, I don't. I don't consider. I mean, Bad Boys Two is to me his his last really yeah solid. That's what I'm talking about. I think that's when people turned around on him. Yeah. Well, then he made the island, and so they turned around on him again. Well, the island. But then they remember. Did he do Pearl Harbor before or after Bad Boys Two? Shawnee Smith was in the island, before, so I then think. they were excited. I thought he did it after. He did Pearl Harbor before four. Bad Boys Two. Okay. I think okay. yeah. Because that yeah. Because uh, Bad Boys Two Bad Boys Two was a return to form, to doing what he does best, but then which is the island Bad was Boys awful. movies. The island was awful. So the Rock or Bad Boys then the Rock. Or is it that the right order? Or is it The Rock, then Bad Boys? I, th- I think it's... I think you're right. I think it's Bad Boys, The Rock, Armageddon. He he did Bad Boys very early. Yeah. So maybe it was Bad But either way, it's like... Uh, his Bad Boys... To me, Bad Boys 2 and Transformers are the high water marks. Yeah. Well, you don't like The Rock? I Actually, I've, I've lost so much love for The Rock. It's so hard for me to watch now. Yeah. Fine. Are you excited about his new movie? When he plays the football? The player, rock, the little game kid. Oh my game god, plan? that looks like bad. <laughs> game plan, sir. Please refer to it. Game plan. Wow. You know what about the rock? Too, he's got nice legs. Yeah. He's talking about Ben Grimm. I'd fuck him. Hey, um, this is Jason Becker here, and I'm about to watch Daywatch. I don't even know if you, if you can hear me, but I'm going to watch Daywatch in the middle of the day, and there's no one else in the theater, so I'm going to do it with my penis out. I'm not going to abuse myself in any way. I'm just going to sit here and watch the movie with my penis out because I'm the only one in here and I can. And isn't that the only good reason to do anything? Because you can. Have a nice day, everybody. Love and kisses. It may be uh, gauche to to talk about a film that's almost out of theaters, or it could be gauche. Nah, what's almost out of? Theaters? I mean, it's not necessarily it's not necessarily almost out of theaters, but there's a lot of competition coming out, whether it be the Ratatouille or you know these other big bastards. But uh, we all liked 1408 quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Loved it, actually. Oh, I loved and, it, and too. I typically don't like sequels, <laughs> especially that lost it lost uh, after the 1400th and sixth. Yeah, it was the prequel to. Uh, Fourteen oh nine. No. John Cusack. He's back, man. Carries the film. It's nice to see because that movie opened big. It opened twenty million, and that means Cusack is more hireable today than he was yeah. uh, a couple weeks. Actually, if you look at his like, resume, though, he's got a lot of good shit coming. A lot of stuff. Coming. He's got a lot of stuff coming out, but yeah. this makes him. And yeah, he's not done anything for quite a while. Good. 
He did that that Billy Bob Christmas film, like the heist film. The Ice Harvest. Ice Harvest is great. Well, it's it was okay. in theaters for ten. I seconds. really liked Ice Harvest, and I think it's it's unfairly hated. I, I, really, I don't think a lot of people saw saw it, but I think it's a great movie. But he's done a, he's done several forgettable films. Actually, he's done like Muscle of Dogs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah blah. But he's 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 never really bad in a movie. It's no, he's a, very good, and he's great in this. Yeah, he's 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 a lot he's, of fun in this. Actually, this this is like almost like because I I love Identity, even though it's not great. Yeah, I, and he is great in that movie, and yes, it's another kind of isolation theme thing. He this is his genre that he he's pretty pretty safe bet in this genre now. I mean, he was he used to be a romantic comedy guy. But I, I I like this darker side that we're getting to see more of. I mean, Grifters obviously was a dark movie. And Gross Point had moments, but 1408 is him descending. Man, yeah, and he kind of gets to run the shit. gamut too. And he, you know, he has, he plays the uh, the guy that's kind of you know has a troubled past, and he he's a kinda, he's a loner. He's he's a he's a drunk kind of. He's he's sour, and then he also Roger. is yeah. he, he's got a you know uh, he's wounded, and he he does a good job, and with all with all those. Uh, Acting hurdles, I think, in this. He plays a really well-rounded character. And, um, you know, I think another person in this role may not have come off as appealing as him. Ashton um, Kutcher? <laughs> exactly. Paul yeah. Walker. Would have been great in this role. Bill um, Duke. <laughs> and, you know, with... And Bill Duke is Mike Enslin. Would have loved it. Yeah. Wait a name drop. And, and uh, Sam Jackson. Um, Jackson's great. Jackson he, plays the hotel he, manager. He's fine. He's, he's, he's fine he does it. a great job in it, and he's barely in it. But he does a great job. No, I think he was very. I think he was excellent. Yeah, I did too. He didn't overact, which is you know Samuel's forte these days. I thought he was very well. And you restrained. know who? And who was very uh, surprising to me was his wife in yeah, this movie, Mary McCormick. Mary McCormick, who looked her best ever. I didn't even realize it was her. She's she's always had. A, she always reminded me of Maria Bella, but she's always been cute. It yeah, ba- it was based on the uh, Stephen King short story, and I didn't remember it at all. So after the after I saw the film, I, I rushed to reread it, and it's not that good. Of the a story? story? No, it isn't. The film is ten times better. Well, it's the the film the. That's how the I sh- felt about Maximum Overdrive. Yeah, you were sh- not alone. The short story uh, is shorter than the movie. It's not movie length, right? It's pretty short. Correct. Yeah, it's yeah. like twenty pages, maybe. Yeah. Does it's, he go on a ledge in the in the book? No, it, there, there are actually no ghosts in the book. He's basically terrorized There's by... There's some great... No, thank you. Uh, no, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> He's basically terrorized by three paintings in the short story. And it's... The, the film elaborates, you know, it it's, does a much better job of going into his demons, his personal demons. There's no wife in the short story. Yeah. No they daughter. Put, they no, they, they that. weave that all in. Yeah. That's and okay. it's a different, completely different end. They had to make a movie. Yeah, well, I'd look, I mean, no problem with it. But, I, again, I did not remember the short story, so... That's one thing I would change about this movie, and I'm not going to give it away, but I would change the ending a little bit. I love the ending. I thought they were going to cop out on it. There was one, like, there, there's one bit at, towards the end where I thought they were going to end it there, and I would have hated it. Completely um, hated it. I would have uh, I would have chosen a, di- a little different ending I, to, I make, to make this movie. They would ask Justin Waddell... Um, about the ending, they would have themselves a classic for all time. Instead, they just have a really great movie. Well, I'll tell you what. I, 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 I can. I think I know what you're saying. Yes. You and I will have to discuss this. Yes. Off. off you know what? The movie the theaters. Uh, it's all right. No, it's no big deal. All right. I think I think I already talked about though. 
<clears throat> so you know, it's I'm I'm just excited that Cusack has another hit on his hands here because the Ice Harvest certainly wasn't. I love old Cusack. The great thing is like he he's a, he he's like a very comfortable place. He's a comfortable face and a comfortable person because we we've seen him for so long consistently throughout our lives. We've seen that, him grow up. Yeah, I mean it's like we we identify with him and and having him in that thing. I think it adds gravity to it. His performance obviously is great, but I think there's the extra extra bit of special shit that Cusack has that makes it even more special. There's a, I can't even think of another actor in my lifetime who has had the same kind of like consistency and emotional kind of like identity. <clears throat> you know, for me personally, just as because he's been around. I mean, like what the Better Off Dead was like 1982, maybe 81, 82, it's something old. like that. And, and ever since then, he's been working consistently. He's been good consistently, and he's been in movies that have been consistently, you know, pretty damn solid. And uh, I don't know. It's it's great to see him going towards middle age uh, with some momentum because he could he can't he couldn't play, you know, Lloyd Dobler at age forty five necessarily. Nope. He's aging gracefully. Yep. Yep. He's got the uh, movie coming out. Um, call, something with Grace in the title that was a. Uh, that you know, he plays a, a widow, widow, uh, widower, widower with um, their, his wife died in Iraq. Have you heard about that movie, Saving I, Grace? Or I've something? seen the title. I don't know. I don't know. What it was um, about. That's coming out, and then the quasi sequel to um, Gross Point Blank or Incorporated's coming out. With that's cool that he plays a widower who lost his wife because the other kind know, of widower. I, I know, I know. But in Ra- what I was saying, lost his wife in Iraq. Yeah. But you can rip it all you want. Fuck it. Trying to get the script. Speaking of Steve, you. you had never seen the Kingdom trailer before. What'd you think? No, I had seen it before. Okay. What'd you think? Uh, You're a fucking perfect. It's got a great cast. The trailer, the trailer is good. Cast, produced it's, by it's, Michael Mann, directed by Peter Berg. It's convoluted. It's a great, great trailer. Has a really good U2 song in it. Maybe that's what threw you off. Wow, you yeah. Like, I mean, you don't so like you too. A good U2 song. You don't like you too. Uh, I don't like you too. No. I don't like watching other people fuck up on video. I don't. I don't know about the trailer so much. I mean, I, I'll see the film because I love the cast. I like the director and I like the producer. Bullet the blue sky. Yeah, thank you for What's that. that? Uh, what album is it from? It's from. Don't, oh, don't. it's from uh, War. Maybe War. Yeah, it's from one of their good albums yeah, when they were good. Oh, fucking shit. Bullet now, the blue sky. Steve, come on. Justin has to sing in every podcast. Sing some silly fucked up song. Fuck off. Uh, I will. I will stab you. I'm waiting. But the trailer. Uh, ah, convoluted. Too much going on. But that being said, it's not going to deter me from Very seeing much the film. like the conflict in which it takes place. It will not deter me from seeing the film, sir. It is almost... It almo- It is almost... You have a negative thing to say about everything, don't you? No. Everything. Well, 1408. You almost got away 1408. You're like, I love it. I did. Read know. the short story. Hated it. So then I you, you got to get your logo negative. I didn't say I there. hated it. I said it wasn't near as good I as ha- the film. He, Steve hated it so much, he fucking got bought it. He built the time machine and bought a van. True. <laughs> hates ev- this man hates everything. Hardly, I love most everything. Mm. I do. Hates hates everything. Hate so you. you're a grouse. I'm great. He's a bird. Grouse is, I guess, a grouse. Grouse is a grouses. I'm an egret. An ingrate? I've got no egrets though. So fourteen eight's great. Yes, solid it's flick. Great film. Loved it. Speaking of a solid flick, Flick Amsford, what do you think about the Shannara stories? Shannara? Fucking Shannara's coming out, bitch. Terry Brooks. They're making movies of it. They make at least one, they said, right? But is that for sure? 
They no, announced it no, doesn't necessarily mean they're going to make it. Development. Yeah. yeah. I could speak from experience that that doesn't mean shit. But uh, what little, if they made a Shinar movie? Wouldn't it be cool bitterness. to see like little elven guys fighting against orc like things? Yeah. Haven't seen that. Never one. gonna see that. Maybe some people questing for some sort of enchanted item. It's a guy that I work with is gonna go watch all the Lord of the Rings movies this weekend. That's what he, he he's setting up. He's excited. He's gonna watch one and like on Friday night, one on Saturday, and one on Sunday. I thought of you, you two. Has he never seen them? He has them. He likes them. They're very good. Yeah. Uh, except that you have to watch them in succession. You can't put a day between them. Really? Because <laughs> fucking watch watch the exploits of Middle Earth, and then fucking go do your garbage, and fucking go to the gas station, eat Cheetos, and then you get Cheetos. That takes you out of the world, and then you have to fucking get back into that world the next day. Fuck that. Yeah. What if he fucking stubs his toe? He's gonna take it out on Hobbiton. I don't got the time to watch those movies again. I don't think. Uh, you got the time. I've seen some of the shit you watch. Yeah. At least read about the pieces in the films you watch. I just don't want to uh, watch those movies again anytime soon. Oh, well, you, you're not. A I'd fan. rather watch the Frighteners. Damn it! Why do you hate everything, Justin? I'd rather watch the Frighteners. I don't hate them those movies at all. <laughs> wait, wait—is that the nickname for that lady's legs? <laughs> the Greatners. They're the Frighteners because they fucking lure you in, and then holy shit, you look up and Thunder Woman carry around the ghost of a good it's like woman. Like the spider with the like the what do they have the, the trapdoor spiders? But instead of the trapdoor, they got the great legs. Is that what you're saying? Great Lakes. You walk towards them and all of a sudden... Holy shit. Yeah. You know, but like, uh, how, speaking of spiders, like a Black Widow. They got this these nice little thin legs and this fucking bulbous, bulbous, dangerous, bloody ball sack <laughs> that's filled with death to you. That's what that lady's like. She's like, lures you with the cute spindly legs, and then, holy shit, there's this giant orb of fucking syphilis coming at me. You have sex with her, and the next thing you know, you're buying her food at the all-you-can-eat every every Monday. Feeding that fat whore. Hmm. Shoveling in plate after plate of chicken fried chicken. Watching the stomach expand. And you know, dreadfully, that one day the legs are going to catch up, and you're going to be there. Yeah, but the those, legs sexy, only, legs, those the legs, sexy legs can keep taking The legs back only to the get prettier, to, to, in my opinion, no matter what happens. You know, some people like to do their girl with the blindfold. He likes to get her into one of those magician boxes and fuck her. Imagine what it's like when she, when she shaves those legs, right? When she when she's shaving, because you, you got to figure she has to approach the large part eventually. There is, isn't that a little disturbing? It's a little disgusting. Maybe she, you know what she has to do? She has to get binoculars and turn them around so that everything looks the same size. That could be her problem. She's got she's got like the uh, the wacky one of those wacky mirrors from the the carny art. <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know Harry and Tonto had its own mirror. <clears throat> Some call it art. I know what Art Carney is. He's a fucking badass. Yeah, from back in the day. He's honeymooners. Dead. Yeah, but he was great, great in the honeymooners. Ed yeah. Norton. Uh, Ed a, Norton. That was a great the show. The first Ed Norton. Mm-hmm. That still is a great show. Yeah, it is the very funny. has a lot in common with Everybody Loves Raymond. Why yeah. the fuck do you like that show? I know we've covered it before, but I still can't believe it. <laughs> Ever since we talked about it, I've seen it on TV. Like I flicked through. Oh. Two things scared me. One that it's in syndication, and two that you you didn't do what I did and quickly change the channel. Does your show was on nine years? Does nine your, years. Does your opinion of him suffer because of that? Not a coincidence. Nine circles of hell. Pretty. <laughs> Crack pretty, that joke again. Produced by uh, David Letterman's uh, Worldwide Pants Production Company. Yeah. So I love David Letterman. I love everybody loves Raymond. Uh, they. Uh, I could do without David Letterman. The one last days. night. The one last night, uh, the sister comes back, her sister, the wife's sister, and she's a nun. 
and a turmoil turmoil happens because mm-hmm. the younger sister is no longer gets to be the good sister does you know he, does somebody end up fucking the daylight out of her at some point none that's the episode where Stallone guest stars he's on everyone loves Raymond I wish one where he fucks daylight <laughs> yeah did you watch that whole episode yes I've were you, seen, I've were seen you at your grandmother I've actually seen it before and yes I watched it were you at your grandmother's I was at my aunt's where my grandmother is currently residing do you have the season series like the box set. I don't. I, I would not buy those. Why buy them? I watch them on TV for free. Do you TiVo them? I do not TiVo them. They're just on like five times a night. TBS, I believe. How long, before you're watching The Bachelor? <sighs> When's the new season start? I don't know. It depends on Chris Donald's availability. <laughs> Never mind. Mariah Carey is in Nothing movie. depends on his availability. Mariah Although, Carey? wasn't he in a movie recently? Renee Zellweger? Wasn't Chris McDonald recently good in something? Kinsey? It was Kinsey. Never mind that recently. Did he have fabulous hair in that? Yeah, I'm sure he did. His vertical limit hair. Kinsey was my favorite member of the Nightbreed. Chris O'Donnell was on a show with Adam Goldberg for about 10 minutes, I think, last yeah, year or two years ago. Yeah, I the commercials yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. Guess what didn't last? Uh, like three episodes, even. They really. It took them three episodes to realize that Chris O'Donnell was indeed on the show. <laughs> they canceled it. Speaking of canceled shows, everybody loves loves Raymond. Never got canceled. It they went out its own, its they own bowed time. out by themselves. Tell never, me what the last episode never got good. Sorry, I don't know. I never. I didn't see the last episode. I, I need to know how it ends. On an unfunny note. So it began. It ends with America grieving because the show's over. What else are they going to watch th- that night? Oh, look. Two men and whatever that show is. A pizza place. Put a movie on. Go read a book. No, what's that show with the Charles Sheen that's on right now? It's very popular. Two and a Half Men. Yeah. That's one with Charles Sheen, John Cryer, and Peter Dinklage. <laughs> I wish Peter Dinklage was on. They deserve. They, D- Dinklage does not deserve that show. But apparently that show's funny. And it's a hit, and it's on CBS. You know, you know what's funny is that. Um, and you're, and you're Charles. No, what I was going to say is everybody loves Raymond. I think why it's it lasted so long, and and why it's because nobody was challenged. It's like they a, 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 a person can come home from work, have dinner, watch that, and go to sleep feeling like they they were entertained without actually having to have knowledge of entertainment. Whatever. I mean, I like the show. I think it's funny. They have some funny writing on it. Mm. I hope they all die. I'm not saying it's the, like... Am I, I'm, I'll, I'll admit it. Peter Boyle died. Pe- I put Peter Boyle. I put him away. <laughs> this, is your, sure. this, is your, this is your penance. I'm, Goodbye, I Pete. said I was sad that I liked it so much, but it's not the worst of shows. The worst of... There's some plenty worse. Agreed. Plenty. Agreed. The Blighter. There's so much bad shit out there. I can't even begin to. Yeah. Then please don't. Hmm. Makes me sad though. Got it. I wonder if they. If I bet. I bet I like King of Queens, which is a Raymond spinoff. Are you? I bet it's I'd it's like a it. Raymond spinoff. Yeah. Kevin James spun off from that show. I, I believe. Yes. And I bet I would love it. I just have really never seen it. That show with Michael J. Fox was a spinoff too. Spin City. With sure. Barry Bostwick. Michael Boatman, what Alan is, Ruck. Look, what, I is, keep going. What, is, what is Barry Bostwick still best known for? Megaforce. Hell yes. 
You know who was in that show? I don't even know her name, but she was in Ed Burns movies. So pretty. So cute. Red What's hair. Good? What is her name? His, his ex-chick, Maxine Bonds? No. Wow. She's pretty, but she cannot act. She cannot the act. Other, she was another woman in his films. She got a... I don't know her name. She's very pretty. She's on that Friday Night Friday Night Lights show. What movie was she in of Edward Burns? I think she was on the first one. I Brothers McMullen. Any of the girls in that. And then she was in some other some other one. Speaking of girls who were in Edward Burns films, Elijah Wood. <laughs> His movies, Edward Burns still makes movies, and they don't, do they even come out on DVD? Yes. They even come out in theaters. Briefly. They don't. Yes. Some of them don't. The groomsmen did. When? For like 15 minutes. I remember. What was his last one? The groomsmen. Oh. so like I mean, He's got like... Three? He had a good cast. He's got a movie called Searching for Kitty or something that's on um, TV right now. And it with Krumholtz. And uh, yeah, he, that never came to theaters. I, I like Krumholtz because of Sidewalks in New York. Yeah. But uh, Ash Wednesday was decent. Um, Crumholtz was also good in Slums of Beverly Hills. Did you ever see that? I did not because I, I hated the trailer. That was a pretty funny movie. What's that girl? That girl was in Natasha it. Natasha Leon. Yeah, she was actually good in that movie. So Crumholtz likes doing films with the uh, cities in the title, right? Please explain. Slum, slums of New York. No, I'm sorry. Sidewalks in New York. Yeah, Sidewalks of New York. Slums of Beverly Hills. Remember the uh, the BWA, the Bread Wrestlers Association? Yeah, he is. He got me in. He got me in a fucking crumb holes. I pulled one of your favorite films off the shelves. The Last Supper, which I think we've talked about before. Yeah, we, we're going to skip that one. All right. I in a in a bit of uh, serendipity, I pulled the Manitou off the shelf. Are you talking to the microphone? Yeah, it's awesome. a preord- preordained, wasn't it? Like a minister. The Manitou. Manitou is a special work. Tony Curtis. Michael and Sarah. Yeah, thanks for looking at my poster. So here's the here's the tagline to the Manitou. Posters over there. What, Justin? Here's the tagline. Evil never sleeps. Evil does not die. It waits to be reborn. No, actually, you're wrong. Evil does not die. It waits to be James reborn. (laughs) It waits to be Reborn. Reborn. Um, The 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 unused tagline was "Winner by a neck." So, Nick, why not? You love this film, and we've talked about it quite a bit, but why don't you give a, a quick plot synop of the film? Typical. It's its its own, its own subgenre, really. Like, you know, it's one of those films where um, a woman goes into the doctor with an ailment, and the ailment turns out to be a pimple, which houses the, a reincarnated Indian medicine man. So, what's our next film? Special appearance by Burgess Meredith. Um, and the back of the box here, there's a woman in the bed holding her neck. I imagine that's the woman with the Manitou. That's during the or sequence with, uh, where she gives him a back rub. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> isn't Long that what work isn't that what Caesar uh, Caesar said? Manitou Bruta is that? 
Am I wrong? You're historically inaccurate. D- produced and directed by William Girdler. He also did Grizzly and then he died. Was he young? He's dead. He died of something. He captured he captured the elusive Tony Curtis for this film. <laughs> the elusive. It's like he's a wild beast in the woods. He is if you're a young girl. It's tiny Curtis. What is um what is uh, uh Tony Curtis's role? Is he like the the, the hero? The f- is he like the father of the, ex- and the exorcist? The, the 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 boyfriend of the girl with the neck manitou. Oh really? Yeah. That's too bad. Who is the that's got to suck? Stella Stevens? No, this it's Miss No, the deformed Indian medicine man. But whose neck is he on? Susan, Susan Strasberg. Strasberg. Oh. He basically he was ex- very excited to be dating this good-looking lady, and then she got. She um, got uh, just a, a ancient case. medicine. She got ancient medicine man acne. Is that what happens? She came down with the case of the uh, Indian neck. So her acting chops would have been on display there. Because she's from you know the, the Strasbourg school. Yeah. Where they teach how to act with a Manitou on your if, neck. Uh, if this film had come out at a different time, you might have seen her finding out what a real totem pole is like. <laughs> Actually, if it was filmed today, it'd be, Doctor, I've got a relic on my neck. At, the, at what point is in this movie is the end? Is it before Musquamish can be born, uh, reborn? Does uh, Tony Curtis out of her? Oh, fuck, don't work. No, I was trying to make it. Said it cut it. If, joke, if this film were made today, it'd have Dustin Hoffman in it, and he'd have to do the Rain Man dance. <laughs> if, if this film were made today, it would be a girl goes to a casino. Yes. Hey, I can't believe he cut us off in the car, <laughs> fucking Tony. That's what it's kind of what I was going for. Oh God, what's our next film, Justin? So she had an Indian jury. Oh, for fuck's sake! God, he cut us off, Curtis Blow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our next one is. There's house catches on fire. Oh yeah. well, this she is one of them with a case of the actually the one of the band. premier comedies of the eighties. The day the after Manitou. <laughs> <laughs> the day after the Manitou was seventy nine. Nick, it was it was uh, it rose to prominence in the eighties. Was it seventy nine? I thought it was eighty. It's timeless. That's what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is. So so is Morris Day. <laughs> the the day after Nick. Yeah, you nuclear, own it. Nuclear war happens. Provocative, apocalyptic, gut wrenching. Uh, Who's the, the star of that? What's her name? Joe Beth Williams. Is this the one where Joe Beth wakes up and she's got a nuclear war in her neck? Is this that <laughs> TV? Is this that TV show you were talking about? Or, or, that was Testament. That, but, okay, but uh, this is this was a made-for-TV event as well. So Testament is, was a theatrical thing. This, so this is made not what TV. you were thinking. Like you saw this as a child. I did see this as a child. So this is the one then, and you didn't remember it. And then you saw it, and you you freaked out. No, no, Testament no. is the movie. That yeah, we actually covered Testament before. On we pulled that off the shelf before. Was it the the low album or, or what? No, it was it was Souls of Black. Okay. But, um, Jason Robards, Joe Beth Williams, Stephen Gutenberg, Stephen Gutenberg. I always wondered how those musicians got across the river. John Lithgow. <laughs> 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 Robards. Bro, <laughs> oh, I always wondered how those good how those Bergs gutened across the river. <laughs> what? Oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. What? Steve, this is back when he was Steven Gutenberg. Hey, hey what? Uh, what year was that? 
I don't know. 83, 83. Mm -hmm. I bet the special effects in this one are mind-boggling. No, the funny thing is there's like a freeze frame when the blast hits, and then you see the skeletons of the people inside their bodies. Oh, really? If I remember correctly. And then then they're out of town. So you've not watched this since? I've watched parts of this. I did screen grabs from it. I remember that. But uh, I haven't watched it on this on DVD, but I did watch it on VHS at some point. Touching story. How long is that cocksucker? It is two hours and seven minutes long. See, that was an eternity when you were my age back when you were a little suck ass. That's back a long then. movie. Because it was Even a TV now. event. It was like a three two hours. hours two hours of crap. Two hours of nuclear war. Yeah, but two hours of Steve Steve Gutenberg. Fucking, you know what it made me do? It made me want to go under my desk with a book over my head. Oh. Do you know they did a sequel to this? Yes. You remember what it was called? The, no. The Day After Tomorrow Tomorrow? It was called The Day After Weeks Later. <laughs> the Day After Link Later? <laughs> no, you th- yeah, but you thought I was going to say The Day After The Day After. No. But see, I, ba- I did a little switch. It's called The Day After 2. Well, I hope. always wondered how those fucking musicians got across the river. Well, <laughs> they l- gutened. Let's hope these films get better. Excuse me. All right, so we. <laughs> what do you think? You all right, does that movie still terrify you guys? What? The day after? Mm-hmm. I never saw it. Well, does the prospect of nuclear war scare you? Oh well, yes, it should. Makes me shake in my shirt. <laughs> what doesn't? Makes me. Hope. I've seen you at the gym. It makes me hope my skeleton does not appear inside my body. Speaking of shaking in her shirt, the girl, the woman with pretty legs. <laughs> shaking bake inside her shirt. Is she wearing pantyhose? She was wearing skin. So, no stockings. She wasn't. She was bare-legged. Um, the next movie is Strange Invaders. I, oh, my God. You just went basically and picked all the 80s movies. No, I didn't. I just... I mean, this is random. Um, you know, what's funny is her legs, like, when interviewed... They said, do you work out? And the leg said, do we n- ever not work out? <laughs> Look at this fat being Even when I'm she's sitting around. Even fucking work out in anticipation of having to get her ass up off the chair. She said, they're like, she sleeps standing up. Maybe, those, like, legs, maybe those legs are robotic. That's how they keep their shapely form. They were, they were good. Well, uh, somebody needs to contact Michael Jackson because we found where the round is. <laughs> Straight... <laughs> <laughs> Strange Invaders. All right, Paul Lemat. I don't remember it. It's a, it's it's got cool monsters. It's a, not a great movie. But oh it's got wait a minute, I do remember. Monsters do. of all the worlds in the galaxy. Wait, oh. wait, you've got like a little. Here we go. No, actually, of, to, yeah. right, of all the worlds and all the galaxies, why did they pick this one? Yeah, rip off. Strange Invaders. The Casablanca quote, almost. Of all the human joints and all the. Paul Lemat, Nancy Allen, Michael Lerner. Louis Fletcher. Learners worked too long. I think he's dead now. Like, no, no, he's he still not. Lives. He's still fat. He's great. Why are we ripping Michael minute. Lerner? Are you fucking, he's great. Yeah, he's great in the Coen Brothers movies. He's just a guy with a big nose. He's wild. very good in Safe Men as well. So why don't you just go shove off? You fucking Talk bard. I just, I, you know, part of the problem is I wish he'd finally be able to drive legit. Was <laughs> <laughs> it because he's still a learner? Thank you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a peanut butter. <laughs> I miss Futterman's. Uh, okay, so then, and Diana Schwartz is a Scarwood. Scarwood, who's that? Who's Scarwood? Lady with short hair. Is she was she cute? And 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 a lot of women had short hair in the eighties that probably shouldn't have had short hair. 
Because when you get older, you know, your hair gets fucked. Your mm-hmm. hair, you're a fucking, you're an old diseased windbag and your hair goes to hell. Mm-hmm. You have to keep it short because fucking broken, brittle, gray shit's sticking out at, you know, giant hair looks like ass. But when you're young and virile, don't cut that shit too short. Don't pull up Pat Benatar and the likes of me. Why? Because Pat Benatar was cute with the short hair. She looked like a fucking... God, nightmare. She was a nightmare that was with fucking pretty she legs. She had a weird little face. Her face was oh, weird. Pat Benatar was cute. She kind of got older cute, too, but then I haven't seen her lately. Hey, what the, she looked good in that Love is a Battlefield Yeah, video, she did. Bouncing around in that oh shirt. Oh, my God. Wasn't her hair. Fucking great. Who cared about her hair? Her what hair was... Man hair. I'm glad she cut that shit short. You could see more of her face. I, I only wonder about the hair down there. I like to cut her fucking face off. She, Pat Benatar freaked me out. She always looked kind of like a beetle. Like a like the animal. Not the not the musician. Yeah, don't, don't mention them. I'm going to get hard. I'm not a Pat Benatar fan. Wasn't she Deborah Harry's niece? I always heard that. In the arrival, her niece bent backwards. <laughs> huh. God, Pat Benatar. Yeah. That now that is a that is a cute looking short haired woman. Yeah, but <laughs> only for like two years. Man. They filmed they filmed the Hulk at uh, La Brea. Okay. Speaking of Battlefield, <laughs> she apparently her pubic hair is out of control. Why is that? Fucking need to get the ancient weaponry out just to, you know, I mean, that's a fucking battle. All right, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, uh, season three. What? I think you gave me that. I think I did. What the hell do you have that for? I think I gave him two as a present. One Another one of my hit presents that I gave Nick. Let me see if I can... Um, no, you know, I, I'm actually afraid of this show. I, actually, I, yeah, it took me about five minutes to wipe the dust off this that to the see the, the title. Is that the one with the talking bag of fries <laughs> and the fucking soft drink? Yeah. Well, that's the relic. Fuck that show. <laughs> <laughs> God, you think Steve would have more of an open mind? No, I, I'm afraid of it. He it's such a surprise to me that he wouldn't like it. I'm afraid of it, sir. Are you afraid of it? Yeah, I, I'm afraid of any talking fries because I love fries so much. I'm afraid when Pat Benatar takes off her pants. That'd be great. That wouldn't be great now. See, I, I love French fries so much. I'm afraid of them if they start speaking to me. So I, I can't. I can't watch that show. Um, when she I'm not takes saying that. Pants, do you see Chrissy hindquarters? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that she had a grooming problem. I'm just saying that they shot the. They took. She took off her pants. and They shot the Emerald Forest. If if you didn't, if she didn't take her pants off, you so need Pat to Benatar had Charlie Borman in her skivvies. <laughs> John did. Borman, Charlie running, was the star, running through there. Sorry? Yeah, oh. Chuck Borman. No. Uh, you and McGregor's buddy. Yep, bike travel on motorcycles together. Yeah. Well, his sister and John Borman's daughter was the one who was raped at the beginning of Excalibur. Yeah, well, the star, they, of, the star of the, the green. The it's funny for old times' sake. He gets all you, and they get the motorcycles together, and they traipse across the pubic hair of one Pat Benatar. <laughs> it really is a hatred of the of Abraham Lincoln that powers Booth. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, <laughs> all right uh, the last film here is Mother Night, and apparently Justin can't afford theater. Now, Nick. Nice. That's a good... Well well done. Very clever. Mother Night. Is that the Nazi film? Fucking yep. good movie. Very good. Keith Gordon, who I love. This is about this uh, this Indian woman who, who gives birth to a this is controversial the, filmmaker. This is the alternate universe film, right? Isn't this one? Kurt Vonnegut movie. No, it, al- no alternate universe. It is? It's not. 
Oh, it's not. Mm-mm. All right, which is you're thinking? You're thinking of uh, Star Brand. Oh, true. I That's a new universe. Stardust Memories. Very, very good adaptation of Kurt Vonnegut, I believe. Who recently took a took a spiraling voyage out of this world? <laughs> very good Nick Nolte per- performance. Cheryl Lee is also in this one. Well, we don't need, we don't need her. Um, Damn, but this is not Cheryl Lee Ralph. Cheryl Lee. Well, so what year was this? In like ninety eight? Uh, probably older than that. It's, it's a good movie. It's very good, and Keith Gordon does not work enough. I don't think. His last movie was The Singing Detective. So we just narrowed it down. Keith Gordon is not that woman's legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's very good, Steve. Do you want to borrow it from Nick? Yes. Fuck you. Nope. Thus ended that. Let me ask you another question. I don't know if Nick can part with it. Do you want to borrow Aquatine Hunger Force Season 3? No, thank you. Wait, let me ask you. It. Why did you give him Season 3? Why wouldn't you give him Season 1? Because there's one? a funny episode on this one about a mommy, I believe. Okay. Nick really liked it when he didn't watch it. You can't just pop in a Season 3 episode of Aquatine Hunger Force. You have to get... You have to figure out why the... Let me... The, actually, let me uh, catch, you up, to, you catch to, you up to speed. Yes, you can. You, you have to watch everything up to there, or as I chose to, none <laughs> of it up to there. See, you have to figure out why the... Why the French fries are talking? In other words, you have to catch up. It's nice of him that he didn't sell it back, I guess. But I also didn't include a gift receipt, <laughs> so there was that problem for knew. him. And I think actually I gave it to him. Herbert and as I was has killed himself because he was a Poe tattoo. As I, as I was, <laughs> as I was giving him the, the. Wait a minute, hold on. We can't be making fun of tattoo because he gets mad at us. Cause remember. <laughs> We, we, we made, years ago, we were making fun of him because he was too short. Yes, the only reason he shot himself in the stomach because <laughs> he couldn't reach higher. Yeah, and Justin got mad at us for making midget jokes. I didn't get that mad. <laughs> still, it was hilarious. Still friends with you guys? Not really. You only talked to us through your agent. Um, but I was saying that as I gave Nick this present, I ripped the cellophane off the DVD as I handed it to him, and I saw a look of <laughs> sadness. <laughs> strike out across his face unreturnable gift but season three and that's, then that's bizarre and then to get the tears flowing I actually magic marker nick nunziata across all the dvds in the set and then to really get me balling he put he press play on the <laughs> dvd player <laughs> this Within talking this talking bag of french fries appeared what nick, the hell Nun- is with that, nick nunziata comma property of justin what the hell is with that why, why does why do the fries speak because it's just random. It's random. It's funny. They never explain it? <laughs> no, they don't really. I think Adult Swim should be translated to funny for people who need funny. Yeah. Young people who need to be laughed. I, I, I can't figure out the robot chicken. I, I like some of it and I hate some of it. And then I love some of it. and then I, I yeah, that's, that, that's the kind of stuff. It's like, you know, some of it's got to be great. No, some but, of it is but great. Some of it. Well, it's, it's based really on that toy fair, fair shit that you guys love. I know, but it that works better. Well, okay, I I but say, I mean, though. they made a show. I I like some of the robot. Oh, that's great. Then keep all, watching though. it. The robot chicken is the dumbest name. It is not a good name, but some of the stuff in there is great. Well, you can't be perfect all the time. Uh, like you can't be everybody loves Raymond, basically. Oh dear. Which is isn't robot chicken a spinoff? That's Jason Robards chicken. Uh, nothing's better. Than toy fair is the best thing on earth. I saw everybody should be educated. What comic is that in? Books. Or what, what magazine is that Wizard, in? It wasn't Wizards Toy Fair magazine, but now it's... I don't even know if it still is. So, Justin, give us something else. That's it? Holy... I got one more. But I, I didn't really want to go with it. 
uh, Stuart Gordon's episode Dreams in the Witch House from Masters of Horror. I haven't watched it. Yeah. I saw it. It's very gory. You should watch it. It's not bad. Is it better than the other ones? Uh, there's not a whole lot of those that are actually worth watching, but there's some that are great, and that's one of them that's pretty good. Mark Harmon is worth winning. Um, I also recommend the other Stuart Gordon episode, uh, which is about Edgar Allan Poe, which is in the second season of Masters of Horror. That was probably the best episode they did in the second season. It was actually very good. It wasn't hard to be the best episode because it was not a good season. But Who starred? Well, guess who? Who do you think starred? Jeffrey Combs. Yep. There you go. That's why he's got such nice hair. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. Think Steve, his, do you think his, his, you think his obituary will be brief? What? Jeffrey Combs over. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's not dead, by the way. I wasn't. We might have hit pay dirt. An oil drilling joke. Well, well, let's get some more. Let's get some more. You talk about mutants. Some epitaphs. The Jim Wynorski epi- epic. Just I'm reading off your poster. Or, or, or we could play the game that we played in the car on the way back from uh, Austin. I've tried that before, haven't I? I don't know. Let's try it. it. So I forgot how it is. Do you do you name it a title and then and two you, words? But do you, do you say the, the clue first, or do you say the title, and then people come up with You say the title, and then you all go around trying to come up with the uh, two-word two word description. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to end well. It'll fail. It'll we'll fail, but we can try it. What if the title has one word? It's fine. But yet the description has to be two words. Yeah, the title can be 50,000 words. Just the description now can only be two. I know, just you can't shorten a one-word thing into two words. So right. that was Wealthy bald. That's the best. It was Annie. Steve. That yes. was yours. That was mine. Yeah, and you fucking rocked. I had a good one right before that, and you ruined it. <laughs> what was yours? Pupil deficiency. Yeah, it was great. Wealthy, <laughs> <laughs> bald. Pupil deficiency. Mine was great. more fucking educated. <laughs> See, I went I went straight for the jugular. Straight for the laugh, the <laughs> yeah, laugh jugular. Right. <laughs> Wealthy, bald. Plus, it was late. We it were fucking asleep. late. We were driving. You'd been farting in the car. The biggest laugh, though, was... <laughs> watching... Uh, was when we all went around was the room the stalker did, uh, we did uh jeepers creepers, jeepers, two creepers jokes. we all did it we were all laughing and then the next person picked jeepers creepers too it killed us <laughs> it killed us yeah, yeah. I, can't, I can't remember what's that horrible movie we watched was it the stalker or the night prowler the prowler fuck that movie i hate that piece of shit you wouldn't Whoa. let me th- you wouldn't let me throw it out the window it's it is the worst did you throw that out he Just, wouldn't let me justin got a ticket yeah, yeah thanks it, co- it ended up costing me over Close to five hundred dollars. Where was that again? Louisiana. So, I was an idiot, and then I didn't pay it, and then I was an idiot times two. <laughs> Planet of the Apes. Are we recording? Yeah, I th- we've, we haven't stopped. Well, that would be that's easy. I, I wasn't even talking to the microphone. That's easy. That would be a uh, oh god, what a amateur. Harry Harry McDowell. Harry McDowell. Yes, pretty good. It's brilliant. Um. Planet of the Apes. I'm going to go more obscure. I'm just going to say Joe Piscopo. Joe, Joe Fishes. How about uh, Bear Hested? Yeah. What? Bear, bear Hested. <laughs> 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 I 
Okay. Anybody got something? Just name a fucking movie. Li- Liberty Drink. No, real movie. No, I'm I'm sitting with the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still on the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Liberty Drink. Statue of Liberty is in the drink uh, at the end. See, boy, did you? It did you? Sand? It's in the ocean. I think oh. it's like half out the water. Fuck it. Liberty Drink. I'm sticking with it. Do you think Paul McCartney's wife read The Stand? This isn't even funny anymore. <laughs> Why do you have to make fun of... And it's not his wife. It's his ex-wife. Or soon-to-be ex-wife. Well, so it is his wife. It's a gold-digging whore. It's not even his wife anymore. It's a soon-to-be ex-wife. Well, then it's still his wife. And she still has one leg. Yeah, she does. And she still... Did she read The Stand? She, she No, she did not read The Stand. She's not dead. She's just alive. She's never read The Stand. Yeah. Nope. But she's a big fan of Treasure Island. Especially Long John Silver. Yeah. I, it's, we're going to the beach tomorrow. Me and my family. and Drop some names. And, and last time to the beach, I found this fucking odd array of footprint. <laughs> How can you find an odd array of footprint? <laughs> she, she had been there. Oh. And Jesus carried her. I was going to get to that. But <laughs> which means Jesus came out of the grave at her. <laughs> So we're, we're actually, there was actually there was there was a, there, she was there, but uh, there was actually a set of um, there actually was a set of full you know footprints, and that means that Jesus was her leg. So now we're getting into <laughs> ce- celebrity he, gossip. He crouched under her stump. So now we've <laughs> we've, we've we've sunk to the level of celebrity gossip and sacrilege. He didn't carry her. What he did was he bent over. He's like, well, I usually have to carry people, but now I, I'll, what I can do is I'll just. I just crouch myself into a leg-like thing, fit myself under your stump, and Christ walk you across the beach. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he just dragged her with the Mary chain. (laughs) What? (laughs) Sacrilege. It's ridiculous. I haven't watched the Heavens football game. Did they sacrilege? Bradley the joke. So she has one leg. <laughs> one leg, yes. Do you think that's why they got divorced? That he f- he actually finally caught up to that fact? It's possible. Wait a minute, you lied to me. That was Jesus up there the whole time. He G- one day Jesus fell off in bed. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> You're one leg, this is a ruse. Fucking, I've been Christed. I don't, I don't particularly. She's a regular person. I mean, she puts her pants on one leg. <laughs> Enough with the celebrity gossip. <laughs> gossip? <laughs> I got. I got. I, I, hot dish. Her leg is gone. <laughs> 24-hour watch on the leg spot. Make sure it's still not there. No, it's still there. (laughs) Man. So, Cartney finally caught on. So it would seem. And he was like, I'm out of here. Much like your leg, I'm out of here.
What what was her claim to fame other than jogging? Well, she, I think she was um, she made, was made what? famous by <laughs> leg got gone. <laughs> <laughs> Did she, didn't she lose it in the car wreck? Yeah, is that what happened? Something like that. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago. It was like uh, the 90s, like the mid-90s, I believe. Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. She was sitting in a diner across from a car wreck. She saw it and cut her fucking leg off. <laughs> She's like, enough of this leg. I wonder, if, does she ever get like, uh, does she ever experience the ghost leg? Like the the, the ghost feeling? Phantom limb? Yeah, the phantom. That's the one. Phantom limb. Well, uh, Billy Zane came to one of McCartney's parties, so. <laughs> the phantom limb. The guy who, that's the that's the guy who did the art for the X Men twenty ninety nine re, re, annual. A, that's a joke for six people. <laughs> it's a nerd joke. Sounds <laughs> like she she's not bad looking. She, what's her name? Heather Mills. Yeah, yeah. She was uh, uh she's in the original uh, Parent Trap. Am I wrong? Heather Mills. No, that's, that's, Mills. that's Haley Mills. No, look the the height of this this, this she was originally on the Saved by the Bell show. Yes, that's her. The height of this this comedy is that she, wasn't she on that Dancing with the Stars? Yeah, she was. She, no, she's Dancing with Scars, <laughs> but she was on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah she's just a, she's a spotlight whore. She, like she, she actually got disqualified because uh, she because it turns out you can't use Jesus as your leg. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna go with the she didn't have like a stand on joke. Well, if she hadn't been dancing with wolves, she wouldn't be in this predicament. <laughs> <laughs> oh god I came back for this what the hell I'm gonna leave yeah you can make like a leg and leave <laughs> 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 well, she uh, she really kind of. <laughs> <laughs> she really kind of like. <laughs> can't wait till the next show when we, ha- we, she, we talk about Heather Mills again. I mean, she uh, <laughs> she really uh, has her bet by marrying uh, has her best by Mary McCartney. She <laughs> she put all her leg in a casket. <laughs> What? What? <laughs> what the hell? She put all her leg in a casket. <laughs> Jesus. Is that a, oh my Egg. god. Do you think they did have a little, a tiny leg funeral? That was before all that, sir. <laughs> oh, that, I thought that happened while they were. No, that happened before. No, no, before. I know it did. I just was wondering if they actually had that. No. A leg funeral, and if actually, by coincidence, Paul McCartney attended. No, her leg got sent away years before she met him. How do you know? I know it did, did but how do you know if they did they have a... Oh, I don't I don't know. I don't really care. <sighs> but what is she... What was she... How did he meet her? What were they, What is she famous for? He met her at a, uh, like a, a benefits party, and she claims to have never known who he was. Are you she, kidding? She Yeah, when someone told her that that was Paul McCartney, she didn't know who... She claims to have never heard of him. Yeah. So that would have been a warning sign right there. She's also, she was just a nothing. I mean, she's she's bounced around from. She was famous before he. Before no, him. no, yes, she, she was. was. She was famous for being a gold digger. Well, plus then. she was a she's like and and Miss and Paul. She was now that I've met you. Can you introduce me to your hot yellow friend in the sky? She was a very low level model. 
Yeah. I mean, very low level. Well, sh- <laughs> definitely off balance model. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Had a poor sense of equilibrium. Part of it was low level. Yes, well, it was doomed. No one liked her. Everybody warned him, and he did it anyway. I and think I called her Yoko Uno. <laughs> yeah, that, I like that one. It's a shame. Yeah. It's a shame that when a marriage falls apart. A shame when a <laughs> leg falls off. <laughs> it's a shame when a marriage falls macart. He's <laughs> oh, like one o'clock. One o'clock in the morning jokes. It's eleven thirty. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Feels like two. I guess what doesn't feel like two. <laughs> It was really sad, though. Not really. Cartney, uh, he was so upset, he he legged her to stay. And, uh... <laughs> legged her to stay. Yeah, I, I got it. It was just... It was so bad. Yeah. Fell on deaf ears. She quit femur, right? <laughs> she quit one of them. <laughs> it's a shame. How much money did she get? I don't know yet. He's worth o- over like one point six billion, I think. She's <laughs> she got half. She's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. There's no way she's gonna get half. I mean, <laughs> she's asking for. Uh, hold on, now you joke. She's asking for for actually, I think a little more than half. <laughs> she's like, I I want, <laughs> I want ninety trillion and my leg back. Couldn't they have just so, sewn the leg back on? Why'd they have to say, fuck this, we're going to give you a plastic... It should be like a stuffed animal. They should have fucking sewed a button there. Yeah. So that had something funny like a pogo stick or something. Put something humorous. Don't put the boring leg, the fake leg. Like Maybe a... I don't know. Something better than that. They should have buried the fucking rest of her and he just traips around town with the leg. He legged her to stay. It was so sad. 